Welcome to the Motherhood Makeover Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Faust, mom of two boys, certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. This podcast is for millennial moms who feel overwhelmed. I'm going to help you simplify taking care of yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually so you can feel your best and love who you see in the mirror. So welcome. Hey, hey. All right. Today I'm talking to you about one topic I want to know, is this thing stopping you from living the life that you dream of? And we all experience this. It's in all of our lives, but are you letting it stop you from living the life you dream of? And that thing is stress. Stress, I mean, it's a part of motherhood. We all experience, I experience it, you experience it. I, I actually had to stop recording this when I first started and re-record it because my husband had taken the kids out for a walk and the toddler, our toddler was just having such a big meltdown that he had to bring them back and he, all of a sudden there was just screaming in, <laughs> in my recording. And it's been pretty stressful lately because he's having all these meltdowns and tantrums, really big feelings. And so it's very stressful, especially when we, everything we try is not helping him. So I experience stress just like you do, mama. But let's talk about why should we care to manage it. We're going to talk about the effects it has on your health and then ways to easily manage it and how your life can look moving forward that you can live the life that you dream of and not let stress get in the way. So stress, you know, I know it's that we all know what it feels like. It is considered the fight or flight mechanism in our brain. And basically years, thousands of years ago, our ancient ancestors, when they were living, hunting and gathering, if they saw a lion, stress would cause them to fight or flight. And so they'd know, okay, that situation is dangerous to get out of it, to keep themselves safe. Well, our brains have not really adapted to the 21st century with computers, TVs, social situations. So our brains are not adapted to tell the difference between a lion chasing you or uh, your boss sending you a snarky email or you getting pulled over by a cop or (laughs) someone cutting you off in traffic or you get a bill that you weren't expecting. Your brain does not know the difference, so it will still send you into that fight or flight mode, and that is creating that stress response that you experience. Could be the increased heart rate, the rush of adrenaline, uh, the feeling if you uh, have anxiety or depression, you know that it can trigger your anxiety or depression to get worse or to have symptoms from that. And basically when all that is happening, Cortisol is then released, which cortisol is also known as the stress hormone, and it also regulates your helps regulate your blood sugar. But cortisol is released to replace that energy that's lost in your stress response. So in the good old days, if you were running from a lion, you would need to replace that energy because you just expended a bunch. But you may not be expending a bunch of energy if you're just sitting on the couch thinking about something that might happen or thinking about what your kid said to you or how another mom acted around you. 
And then when the event is over, so after the stress response is over, whatever that situation is, maybe it's after you got pulled over by the cop, your cortisol levels fall and your body returns to its neutral state. But, big but here, most people these days, you can think about the event over and over and cause that stress response to continue repeatedly. Or maybe you experience different stressful events throughout the day. So your body's not may not even be returning to that neutral state and you're just creating this chronic cortisol release of increase of cortisol. And so you just are chronically stressed all day from different things, little or big. And now we're going to talk about like why does that matter? It can affect your health in many ways. So it's very important to realize when you are experiencing this stress it's how it affects your physical and mental health so physically it affects your weight because the cortisol releasing it can be a lot harder to manage your weight or manage um, trying to lose weight you may not see as much success you could also see an increase in blood pressure because you're constantly stressed it can also cause inflammation because of the cortisol release and the chronic stress so that can cause a whole larger scale full body issues so someone who could be maybe you're eating so healthy you're working out you're doing all the things and you do not see any weight loss you are so frustrated you don't understand why you're not seeing change you've been doing this again trying again and again week after week if you are still feeling chronically stressed you feel really stressed all the day maybe it's your job maybe it's your kids maybe it's your financial situation that is going to be probably the issue as to why you're not seeing a change in your weight. Your body is smarter than you know, and so it's not allowing you to lose that weight because of how it's reacting, reacting to all the stress. Now, it can also affect your brain health. So chronic stress can actually cause shrinking of your prefrontal cortex, which is responsible for memory and learning. It can make it harder to remember things with short-term memory. It can cause a bunch of, there's go into all the scientifics behind how it affects your brain health. But if you have anxiety and depression, it can make those symptoms worse or it can cause them to begin again if maybe you've been in a good place. It can also, with the physical health, which ties into the mental health, if you are coping with your stress, by eating f uh, comfort food or drinking alcohol. Maybe it's just one or two glasses of wine a night, but it's making you feel better because when you're constantly under stress, you want to feel that dopamine, that hit, that hit of dopamine, that good feeling. So you'll look for ways to find it like a quick instant gratification way for dopamine. So maybe it's eating candy or drinking some wine or scrolling social media, or watching Netflix, ways to avoid the situation that is causing you the stress. So if you are eating and drinking to cope, that can cause an increase in your weight. It can cause an increase in your uh, overall health, like your blood pressure, uh, your blood sugar levels, because of how you're choosing to eat and drink to to manage that. Uh, the other piece of it is you can easily drink and eat more calories than your body needs because you're not listening at that point to what your body 
wants to be nourished with. You are trying to get that hit of dopamine, that good feeling. And so that is overriding how full you might feel or what your body is actually craving for you to eat. It becomes an emotional craving. Sleep is another, it's kind of like the chicken and the egg, which came first. So a a lack of sleep can cause the increased stress response, that increased feeling of stress. But it's kind of like the chicken or the egg because if you're stressed out all the time, it could also make it harder for you to fall asleep or get into a deep sleep and get quality uh, sleep to recover. So those two go hand in hand with your health. And then the last thing that stress affects is whether or not you live a mediocre life or you get to live the life that you dream of. It affects your joy, your overall joy and happiness that you feel daily. And most people who are chronically stressed, uh, you end up focusing on all the negative things or negative aspects of your life that you're not happy with versus when you are feeling joy and gratitude and peace, you're more likely to focus on the positives. And it's not that you can have a life without stress. That's just not possible. Um, Jesus even said, in this life, you will have trouble. It's not like Instagram shows you that it's going to, You we picture these people having, maybe you picture this person having a perfect, beautiful life and they don't experience stress just because they don't show it. But Every single person on this planet experiences stress in some form. It's just how that person is managing it. So the important thing is how we're going to manage stress. So to manage your stress, I have four tips for you. You're going to change what you can. So changing what you can could be setting boundaries with others, changing a situation, Um, changing your coping methods for stress. So if you're eating or drinking, you change your coping methods. But realizing it's the, you know, that common saying, uh, God grant me the knowledge. What is it? The knowledge to change what I can accept what I can't change and the wisdom to know the difference. And so it's understanding we're not going to be able to change every situation. We can't change other people. We can only change ourselves. And so that's why setting boundaries is a good way to control our situation and help ourselves, help yourself manage without trying to change another person. Changing coping methods, that might take longer than you would like. It's not going to happen overnight, especially habits that you've had for many, many years, it will take a while to change. So give yourself grace, but in try out new coping methods, figure out what can you do instead of, you know, if you find that you really can't let go of drinking or food, uh, join a 12 step group, join a recovery group of some kind to help you with that, to have that support and community. The next one is sleep. Sleep is so important to help with your cortisol levels and help with your stress response. So like I said before, it goes hand in hand. It's like the chicken or the egg. So try to do your best to get quality sleep, which would be seven to nine hours for an adult. You get your most restorative sleep before midnight. So don't stay up until midnight and then think sleeping until 9 a.m. will be good for you. You're still missing out on that chunk of restorative sleep. 
And obviously, if your job does not permit it, that's a different situation. But if you have the ability to decide when you want to go to sleep, go to sleep earlier in the evening. And let's say you go to bed at midnight right now and you would like to go to bed at 1030. Make your bedtime earlier by 15 minutes every few nights or you could do it once a week. Each week you push it earlier 15 minutes so that way your body can slowly adjust and your internal clock can slowly adjust to that so you're not just laying in bed at 10:30 wide awake make sure your room is really dark don't be on your phone reading the news because the, the news is so negative so don't read the news right before bed don't go on social media right before bed I know it can be challenging especially if you that's your coping method I just broke my habit of the news like a month or two ago and about a year ago, I set a boundary for myself that I would not go on social media after 6 p.m. I mean, I'm not perfect, so obviously I do that some days and I try not to. So for you, maybe you need to set a boundary about what time you're allowed to go up to social media until. And think about what is helping you sleep. How are you feeling? Do you need to journal before you go to bed? Do you need to meditate? Do you need to do some prayer? I like to pray to God before I go to sleep just to get everything off my mind. If there's anything that's keeping my mind racing, I just kind of pray, give it to God to help me go to sleep. Figure out what works for you. Uh, Make sure your room is very dark and cooler the better. They usually, I think that it's like 62 to 68 degrees is the best temperature for sleeping at night. There's all these little things you can do to create the best environment so you can get the best sleep possible. The third one is ask for help. This can be really hard for moms. I know it's hard for me and it might be hard for you, but you can do it. Ask for help is how you can manage stress. So what things are you doing yourself that you can ask someone to help that you can delegate to? Um, if you're doing carpool, can are you driving your kids to school? Can you ask another fa- friend to do carpool with you so you don't have to do it every day? Uh, just think about, get creative with it, how you can ask for help. Maybe you can do a babysitting trade where you trade with another family so you get a break once a week. You and your, your spouse get a break every other Saturday night or something to, like that so you can trade off. So these this asking for help does not have to cost you money and it does not have to be this one-sided thing where you ask for help. Some people though love to help and they don't expect anything in return. So just realize that if someone offers help, most of the time, like 99% of the time, they mean it. They're not going to offer help if they don't want to give you help. Maybe it's asking for help with cleaning your house if you really don't want to or have the time to get that done and that's a big stress. So really focus on what are the things that are stressing you out and can you ask for help with those situations. Another way to ask for help is with talking to a therapist. So getting that professional help, whether it's an individual counselor, a couple's counselor, a counselor for your children, a family counselor. It could be a a myriad of things. It could be asking for help with nutrition or your workouts. Wherever you feel a lot of stress in your life, think about, okay, how can I ask for help in this from someone to make this topic less stressful? So that could be money, uh, physical health, mental health. You just need to figure out what makes sense for your stress levels and what is stressing you out the most deserves the most attention and the fourth one is gratitude 
gratitude, an attitude of gratitude is what I like to say. You should try every single day to write down three things you are thankful for, that you are grateful for that happened in the last 24 hours. Sometimes it can be challenging, but you can look at it as like, I was upset that my child threw a tantrum, but and sometimes I'm thankful because it led to these other sweet moments after, like snuggles that I don't normally get. So it's looking in the little tiny moments in between. Maybe the day wasn't great, but I can, but still find those little things that you can be grateful for. Those tiny moments, no matter how small they are, when you write down or say out loud or pray to God and say, I'm so thankful for that. It's like sending out that good energy into the universe to God saying, I'm so grateful for the situation I'm in for what I have. And then you end up getting more of that because you see more of it in the world. And that's the big one for changing your outlook on life and how to look at stress. We're always going to have stress. I'm going to have stress. You're going to have stress. There's still going to be days where you scream into a pillow, where you want to rip your hair out, where you want to run away to a distant island in the tropics and live there forever on your by yourself because you just want to be alone for 10 minutes. There will be days like that. <laughs> it reminds me of the song, Mama said there'll be days like this. There'll be days like this. My mama said. Okay, so there'll be days like that, no matter how much you practice it. And I asked, I, I have a therapist and I asked her about this because I have felt in the last six months more joy and happiness and peace than I have in su- consistently in such a long, long, long time. But when I have a bad day, it feels so much harder. It fe- The day feels so much worse. And it's a lot harder to get out of that place, out of that mindset, out of that mood when I'm having a bad day. And she said it's because when you are used to, when you see how good it can feel, it makes the swings feel a lot bigger. And it makes sense the way I compared it in my mind. It's with your, if you think about your weight. If your weight's just fluctuating five pounds, it's not a big deal to go from up five pounds, down five pounds. It's a small change. But if your weight is fluctuating 15 to 20 pounds, that is a huge fluctuation. And it can feel so hard when you gain 20 pounds to then have to lose that 20 pounds, even though you know you've been in that lower 20 pounds position before. So that's kind of how I related it in my mind to make sense. So just know that you may feel that way too, and it's normal where you start feeling more joy and happiness, but then your bad days feel a lot more challenging. And remember, I'm always here to support you. My goal is to create a community of moms who support each other and lift each other up no matter what our differences are, and to be there for each other when we may feel like we don't have anyone else. And so you're always welcome when you're having a bad day, DM me, tell me what's going on. Even if I don't understand, I'll still support you, send you some virtual hugs. I'm here for you. So remember to manage, one, change what you can, including your coping method. Two, focus on quality sleep. Three, ask for help. And four, practice that gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. 
and I can pretty much promise you, you will start to feel overall less stress and more joy, more happiness, more peace, no matter what you are going through in your life. Because we will all have challenges. There will all be the trials and tribulations. But in the end, you deserve to feel happy. You deserve to feel that peace. And I believe that you can have it. So if you know a mom that needs to hear this, share it with her as well. I want all moms to know that they deserve this peace and how they can change their stress to improve their lives and get that life that they dreamed of. And I would love it if you share this on Instagram, tag me at Kristen G. Faust. Let me know your biggest takeaway. What did you love? Were there any pieces that surprised you about stress? If you could leave a written review, that would be so awesome. It helps other mamas find this podcast so they too can live the life they dream of, feel that joy, feel that peace, ditch the overwhelm, ditch the stress, and love who they see in the mirror. So I would be so appreciative if you could take the time to do that. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye.